ever get tired of working all the time and filling your weekends with even more to-dos? Chances are you probably didn't get into the entrepreneurial life to work more than your nine-to-five job, but here you are toiling away. This week, we are going to talk about the concept of hustle, flow, and keeping things simple. I'll even share a little of my philosophy of spending money to save time and energy. If this sounds like an enticing idea to you, doing a little bit more with less time, grab a cup of tea and join me inside the podcast. But before you do, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified of our special guest episode with Dr. Vic Manzo coming out on Thursday. You won't want to miss it. I'm Dr. Moore, a college psych professor, homeschooling mom, and entrepreneur, and I've spent the past 10 years learning how to balance everything. Here on the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, I'll share the ins and outs of maintaining a growth mindset and saying hello to grit, that thing that will get you to your long-term vision despite challenges and busy schedules. After all, you got into business to do more good in the world, right? So let's get started. Okay, I thought when I became an entrepreneur, I would have to work hard. But I didn't envision spending all of my waking hours thinking about and working on my business. I didn't envision our kiddo learning about business in quite so much detail or getting good at understanding when to invest, when to walk away from an opportunity, and when to say maybe later. Now, I'm really glad he has this information, but goodness, I did not know that building a business would kind of infiltrate every part of our lives in our conversation. And, you know, so often we're told when we build a business that we're going to have to hustle. We're going to have to do more, to post more, to go live more, to send more emails, to launch more. And the key word in all of those statements is more. What? If we could actually do less and see the same or even better results. That's what this week's episodes are all about. And you heard me right, both episodes are about this concept of taking action in your business in a way that allows you to simplify and thrive. Because it shouldn't be about working 70-hour weeks, week after week, month after month, and year after year. That is not why you became an entrepreneur. So I've got three specific ideas to share with you today. And the first one is to find systems that work for you, that save time. A lot of times these systems do come with a little bit of a price tag. And what you're going to have to do is think about how much your time is really worth, what that time savings is worth. If you can find a system that saves you hours a week that you can then go play with your kids, or have a wonderful conversation with your partner or your spouse, or just take time to go to your annual well checks, it might be worth it, right? Even if you're not quite making money yet, sometimes you might find that spending money actually gets you to the profitable zone faster. Let me give you an example. 
one of the services or one of the systems that I've implemented in my business is Podmatch. Podmatch is a paid service that helps match me with podcasts that I can speak on, as well as guests that want to come on my podcast. When we started 2023, one of my big goals for the business this year is to build a podcast. I wanted to grow downloads. I wanted to grow listeners. I wanted to welcome guests onto the podcast multiple times a month. In fact, I really wanted to create a format where you get a solo episode from me on Tuesdays and a guest episode that really brings home the point that we talk about on Thursdays. That's not going to happen every week, of course, but it gives me something to work toward. However, the idea of coming up with 52 places or 52 posts or 52 questions to find guests was really not enticing. It was not something I was looking forward to. There are, you always see these posts in groups on Facebook. They say, I've got a podcast and I'm looking to talk about this topic. I'm looking for some guests. Is anyone up for this? And what happens is you don't really know the people in those Facebook groups and they say, sure, sign me up. And then maybe they stand you up. They don't show up for the appointment or they come and they talk about something completely different than what you had in mind and had discussed previously. I didn't want to do that. I don't have the time for it. And I didn't really have the bandwidth for it mentally, emotionally, any of the things. And so I started looking and there are some services out there and I went with Podmatch. And honestly, it is the best investment I've made recently in my business because there is a synchronicity to it. You have this opportunity to build your profile, whether you're a podcast host or a guest, and talk about who you're looking for, who you want to have on your show, or what kinds of shows you want to be on, what topics you're going to talk about. And people can get matched with you. It's kind of like a dating app for podcast hosts and guests, I guess. And what happens is you can say, hey, yeah, that's a really great fit. I'd love to have you on my podcast. Or you can pass and maybe you take them up on that request later on. Honestly, I've had amazing guests because the system checks in on you. The system, the people at Podmatch, Alex Sanfilippo and Alicia Sanfilippo have done a great job of allowing guests and hosts to rate the experience, provide feedback. So there is a lot of accountability to do good, to be good, to show up, to serve with an open heart and mind when you are guesting on podcasts or when you are having guests on to your podcast as a host. So one of the systems that I've implemented this year is to use Podmatch. And even in creating my podcast each week that you guys listen to, I have a system for that. I have a, um, a transcription of the podcast that I create as a blog post. I have a whole process for how to fill that out. I have audiograms and videos for the guest episodes and the audiograms go with the so with the solo episodes so that I can post about it on social. I have a specific template I use when I do that. I use a program called Kapwing and I have a template that I just pop the stuff in there and it's done. The key here is that I've got systems in place to save me time that work for me. Sometimes those services, those systems are paid, sometimes they're free. But it's always a great balance to pay attention to. 
Okay, so the first thing to kind of save you time to get more done in your business without spending a whole lot of extra time is to find some systems that work for you. The second one is to create boundaries. I'll be quite honest with you. I often stink at this one, but I'm getting better. After years of working at night after my kiddo went to bed, I have gotten really used to my workday spilling into all the little nooks and crannies because I was fitting it in where I had time. But one thing you can do is set specific work hours. And this doesn't have to look traditional. For me, it is a 6 to 7.30 a.m. co-working time block. Then I check in on my email, my social, and my clients around lunchtime. And then I sit down for lunch and we all kind of eat together. And then I start working around three o'clock in the afternoon. which And that means I get to work for about two hours. I get to work from about three to five. And then I'll finish up any last little tasks if my husband's helping our kiddo to bed for that day. If, if I'm putting him to bed, then I don't do any more work for that day after five o'clock. This means that I get about four hours max, if you were kind of paying attention, four hours max per day when I can work on my business. And that's max. But if I have students taking tests, then I've got to slide grading 90 or so tests into that time before I work on my business. What this means is I've got to create boundaries. I have to be okay with to-do lists that don't get finished. And it means creating those to-do lists with more intention. For example, this month in the month of, well, coming up in the month of March, I have a founding member launch where I'm welcoming new members into the Entrepreneurs Inflow membership for the first time at the very end of March. And that means I'm writing emails. I'm researching and creating a masterclass. I am updating signup pages for the masterclass. I'm working on the web pages to join the membership, all while still doing my normal everyday stuff in business, like keeping up with social, client emails, my client community, and um, all of those little things, right? The podcast, everything that, that takes up time in the day. So what I do for these big moments is I use a big desk calendar for launches to keep track of what needs to be done. And here's what I'm going to talk to you about boundaries. I map out everything that needs to happen on each day on a little sticky note that I put in the square for the day. That way I can move stuff around if, if I need to. But I only put one item on each day. That's it. One item. I'm being really intentional with my time. I'm staying super focused. And this helps me hold to the boundaries that I want to keep in place so that I can be present for my family and during the school day for our kiddo. But it's all about creating boundaries and knowing that sometimes you're going to spill over. You just got to get get good at recognizing that and then taking a step back and readjusting. Okay, so first up, find systems that work for you. Second, create boundaries. You don't have to work 24-7. You shouldn't work 24-7. And that brings me to number three. In being intentional, I also set up opportunities for flow to happen. Now, if flow is new to you, it was first named and researched by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. And it's the concept of getting into the groove so that you don't even notice the passage of time. I want you to think about the last time that you worked on a task and suddenly you looked up and two hours had passed. That's flow. When you're in flow, you are more productive, you're more creative, and you're more satisfied with your work because what you are doing when you're in flow, it has just the right magic balance of challenge to your skill level. And so I intentionally seek out these opportunities 
for me, it's more often found in the co-working sessions because what happens is we set an intention, then we start working. And if I have an intention that I've shared with someone else that I have to report back on, I'm going to stay on track. I'm going to get work done. So I put my blinders on, I sit down and I say, this is the task. And at the end of the 90 minutes, over and over, everyone in our co-working group comes back and says that they were super productive um, nine and a half times out of 10 and that time flew by. Every single time we come back, nearly everyone goes, whoa, that was fast. That's because you were in flow. You were working on a challenging task, which is why we have these co-working sessions. Otherwise, you put them off. We were working on a challenging task that mixed well with our skill level. This is what you want as an entrepreneur. You want this flow to happen, not hustle. You don't want hustle. We don't need hustle to be a successful business owner. When you have systems that save you time, when you have boundaries that allow you to rest and re-energize, and when you have opportunities for flow, you don't have to live the 70-hour work week as an entrepreneur. In fact, there's some research showing that we aren't really highly productive for more than three-ish hours a day. That certainly doesn't equate to 70 hours of work a week, right? So why not set yourself up to get a lot done in those high productivity times and then go enjoy life? Find systems, create boundaries, be intentional with your opportunities of creating flow. There you have it. Three things that you can do to say goodbye to the hustle in your business and start embracing the less is more concept of being an entrepreneur. And that brings us to our action item for the week. You know, this is my favorite part of every episode because I don't want you to just learn. I want you to go out and take action. I want Each of these moments that you sit down and listen to this podcast or any other podcast to be actionable, I want you to take it and do something with what you're learning because that's where the magic happens. And this week, I'm actually going to give you a choice on your action item. Do you want to think about what systems you can put in place to simplify your day-to-day business? Would you like to create boundaries or would you like to find opportunities for flow to happen? Let me give you a few ideas here. If you're looking at systems, think about the next steps in your business that you need to take and that what will be done over and over and over and over again. If you are doing something in your business that you do repeatedly, this is a great candidate for a system of some kind. If you want to create boundaries, explore where you feel most out of alignment with your business. Maybe a simple boundary will bring things back into alignment. If you feel like you are neglecting your family, what time boundaries can you set on your work? Can you leave your phone in a different room while everyone eats dinner? Or perhaps you can set the boundary of no work at all after dinner. Everyone just has good family time. And then finally, if you're looking for flow opportunities, well, this is going to be different for everyone, but I can guarantee that you won't find it with your phone front and center. If you want to get into the zone, leave your phone in a different room and get down to a task, get down to work. With one less distraction, you are much more likely to get in the zone and create and look up and realize that an hour, two hours, three hours has passed and you have been intently making progress in your business. That's all I have for you today is a quick recap 
Hustle doesn't have a seat at your business table. It doesn't have to have a seat at your business table. There are going to be seasons, I'll be honest, that are busier than others in your business. Like I said, I have a launch for the Entrepreneurs in Flow membership at the end of March. This is one of my busier seasons, but then it will slow down again for a bit. The key is that hustle and fast seasons don't take over your ability to live and enjoy life. Entrepreneurship doesn't mean that you have to chain yourself to a computer. There are no awards for working 70 hours, but I can guarantee you that you will miss out on some of those precious moments in life if you are not intentional with your time. Now, I don't want you to take my word for this though. On Thursday in episode 114, you are going to hear from Dr. Vic Manzo on how he shifted his business to be more in alignment with his vision for life and the importance of vision in your business as well. I can't wait for you to hear this conversation. And the easiest way is a quick reminder to be alerted of these new podcast episodes is to go ahead and subscribe to the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast on whatever podcast provider you are listening right now. Okay, finally, just one last thing. If you've been following along with me on Facebook and Instagram, you'll notice that my handles changed this week. But don't let the name change throw you for a loop. It is just in better alignment, speaking of alignment, with what I already share and how our memberships help entrepreneurs to thrive and build profitable businesses. So if you are, we are already connected on Instagram and Facebook, fantastic. If we are not connected, I would love a chance to connect with you at Entrepreneurs in Flow on both Instagram and Facebook. So I'll see you back here on Thursday for another episode of the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, where a focus on mentoring and community and implementation removes the overwhelm of building your successful and profitable business and adds in a dose of momentum. Until next time, have a healthy, safe, and happy week.